So good morning, Sangha. So happy to be here. I think all of uh, us sitting up here are feeling a lot of joy and happiness just from being with you all, particularly during these difficult times. So uh, we'll start off with our cell phone ceremony, which is an extension of the paramis for sure, an expression, a very deep expression of uh, the um, of sila, of the precepts. So what we will do is uh, we will start in the back, the back rows, those who want to um, offer their cell phone for renunciation. You'll get in a line here in the middle. You can actually form two lines in that row here. And then um, we will go row by row from the back forward. And those of you who have already uh, given your cell phones over to the uh, managers, please, you know, feel free to acknowledge your um, your renunciation by getting in line and pretending to put your cell phone there, just so we can celebrate you all and strengthen the intention for renunciation and clarity. Aditana, it's all about intention. So feel that very, you know, deeply as, as you can. And um, we will have a song led by our wonderful OG, Sylvia. <laughs> and you guys all know what OGs are, right? <laughs> okay, so let's get started. So starting in the back, two lines here in the middle, walking forward. And Sylvia, you can start leading our chant. So the chant is four words, metta, karuna, mudita, upayaka. And it goes like this. Metta, karuna, mudita, upayaka. Metta, Karuna Mudita Upeka Meta 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 Karuna Mudita Upeka 
Meta Karuna Mudita Upeka Meta Karuna Mudita Upeka Meta Karuna Mudita Upeka Meta Karuna Mudita Upeka Meta Karuna Mudita Upeka Meta Karuna Mudita Upeka Meta Karuna Mudita Upeka Meta Karuna Mudita Upeka Meta Karuna Mudita Upeka Meta Karuna Mudita Upeka Meta Karuna Mudita Upeka Meta Karuna Mudita Upeka Meta Karuna Mudita Upeka Ta Karuna Mudita Upeka Meta Karuna Mudita Upeka Meta Karuna Mudita Upeka Bonnie, thank you, Sylvia, and thank you all for participating in this ritual. And thank you, Erin, for for taking them into safety. They're going to be safely staying in a safe in the manager's office. So they'll have a nice rest. They'll be so rested on the other end when you turn them on. <laughs> They're going in retreat. That's right. Their cell phones are going on retreat. How cool is that? Okay. So, in this time, in the morning session, we'll share instructions, invitations for the day for you. And also... Announcements, we'll have announcements at the end, etc. So, and many of you have sad retreats, you know the routine, and for those of you who are new, the instructions will unfold on many days, over many days. So today, the invitation, the guided meditation, 
We'll start with what we traditionally start with. In order to arrive with the breath, with the body, the first foundation of mindfulness, the first establishment of mindfulness, first satipatthana, which is the body. The breath is part of the body. The body and the breath. We settle. We come back. We come back. It's very normal for the first day on retreat to have monkey mind. Anyone familiar with monkey mind? Met your monkey mind last night, this morning? Yeah, of course. And when it comes up, say, of course. Actually, that's an equanimity phrase. Of course. Of course. Instead of, oh, oh, why is it like this? Of course. Of course, dear mind. Of course. You've been going at 100 miles an hour and now you're stopping. So, of course, you're going to still be shaking and rattling. Of course. Of course. Of course. And the invitations, the instructions in the next few days will build on the first day, will build. And you'll see in your own development what is appropriate for you as you continue to build on and, and or stay with some instructions from earlier days, perfectly fine. So, so with that, let's, let's begin. Let's begin to sit together. So, adjusting your posture so that you are comfortable. So that you are sitting comfortably. And making sure that your back, your spine, is straight is straight and upright, not leaned back, not leaning forward. Allowing there to be Arresting and arriving in this moment, in this body. Feeling, feeling our sit bones, our bottom on the cushion. Feeling rooted as if you were as if you were a tree, as if you were a majestic redwood. Majestic redwood in California. You are well-rooted, feeling your roots. You're connected to the earth, of the earth, resting on earth. Grateful for this earth, connected to the earth, earthy. You can rest on earth. You can relax. You can release. You can release the tightness, the holding. 
there is tightness in your body, release it to the earth. Release, release. If there is tightness or tension in your forehead, sometimes when we try to meditate, we meditate with our forehead. We make it very tight. Relax, soften the forehead. In fact, given that this is the first morning of the first day, maybe touch your forehead. Notice if there's, there's some wrinkles. That might give you a sign that you're borrowing your frow, you're tightening your forehead. Notice if that's happening, especially between your eyes. If the skin is a little crinkled, let's soften. Relax, relax, dear forehead, relax. It's okay. All good. Okay. Allowing your eyes to rest in their sockets. Your cheeks can soften. They can give their weight to the earth. You don't have to hold a particular facial gesture. No need. Your face, your entire face can relax. Your jaw, your tongue, the muscles behind the face can relax. Inviting the face to offer any tension. Let it flow, let it be offered to the earth, released, 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 flowing down. Let it flow, let it flow, let it flow. Moving down to the neck and shoulders. can put down the proverbial weight that we carry on our shoulders. Let's put it down. Just put it down for a few seconds. See what it feels like. You can always pick it up later. Now, what if I decide to just put it down? All concerns, worries, past, future, present. Just put it down for a moment as an experiment. Ah, releasing the same way that you released with a gesture. Perhaps your cell phone into the basket. Or you can imagine what that gesture would look like, feel like putting down. Letting your neck and shoulders relax, soften, feel heavy, offer their weight to the earth your upper arms, your elbows, lower, lower arms and your hands. Noticing there are a lot of sensations in the hands. 
there is sensations of contact with one another, with your lap maybe, the back of the hand, the front of the hands. There might be tingling, vibrations, pressure. Softness, hardness. Warmth. Coolness. So many sensations in the hand, coming and going on their own. We don't need to judge them. We don't need to like or dislike or push them away or pull them towards us. You can let them be, all these sensations in the hand. Like a dance, dance of sensations, coming and going on their own. We can witness them with interest. And with calm, equipoise. Moving down, moving down. From the neck, shoulders, down to the chest. Letting the chest relax, the chest, the upper back, relax. And chest is where our heart is and our heart center. The center of our chest, the proverbial heart center, the center of emotions. We can let them be. We can let them be just as they are. Let them be. Don't need to fix them, make them any other way. Just let them be. Let the breath move through and around, making space, calming, soothing. Moving down, moving down. Lower end of the diaphragm, the abdomen, mid-back, lower back. 
Gently brushing this area of the body with your attention. Letting the belly relax. You don't have to hold it in. Let it relax. Soften. Be just as it is. Letting the breath move in. Move out on its own. Notice I'm not saying to breathe or to focus on breathing because that can get the mind tight. Instead, Let the breath breathe you. Let it breathe itself. The breath has been breathing you. The breath has been breathing itself for all these years. You don't need to interfere and try to breathe intentionally. Simply know that it's happening. However it's happening, deep, shallow, doesn't matter. Just know this, that this miracle of life is happening. Happening in this moment, in this body. Moving down, our attention to the sit bones again, contacting the earth via the cushion, the chair, the contact points, the pressure, hardness, softness we feel, heat perhaps. So many points of sensation coming and going as our bottom touches the cushion or the chair. Releasing, releasing the weight, releasing the weight of the sit bones, of the entire upper body. Let the entire upper body release its weight to the earth. And moving down the upper legs, the knees, the lower legs and feet. Feeling the connection to the earth more. You're sitting on a cushion through your legs. You're sitting on a chair through the bottom of your feet. You're connected to the earth and connected to the air. 
The air breathes you. The earth grounds you. The earth grounds you. The air breathes you, moves through you, brings life with every in-breath. Let each in-breath be relaxed. Let it be however it wants to be. Moving through the body, calming, soothing, settling. What a gift this breath is. This gift of life in this moment. Can we appreciate this gift in this moment, this in-breath and this out-breath? And now this in-breath, this out-breath. We appreciate this one anew in its entirety. Beginning, middle, and end. And of course, the mind will wander, will rest on a thought or emotion or feeling, and it's okay. Notice, notice where the mind is resting now. Maybe the mind is now bored. Okay, I've been with a few breaths. Now what? Can we be interested, open, curious about boredom? Instead of believing it and giving it the reins, giving it the microphone. Can we be curious about it? be curious. What does it feel like to be bored? Can there be an openness, spaciousness, 
interest. With, with equanimity, stability. Oh, it's like this right now. Interesting. Then inviting awareness, inviting attention. To come and appreciate the breath, appreciate the sensations. The sensations of breathing in the body. Especially for the first day. It's very helpful pay attention to the sensations of the body breathing. The sensations of the body breathing. Where do you feel the breath? In the abdomen? chest, nostrils, or the whole movement in the whole body. If your mind is agitated, it tends to be more helpful to know the breath lower in the body, in the abdomen. If the mind is restless, know the breath in the lower abdomen. If the mind is sleepy, you can bring up the energy and notice the breath in the chest. Make sure you're noticing the sensations, not the idea of breathing, in, out, in, out, becomes mechanical, but the sensations, the experience. What is it like in this body, in this moment? To know, to feel the sensations of breathing. Be curious. You're the only one, the only being who can do this investigation for your own body. You may find that your mind runs away this morning. You may find it a thousand times. You find the mind has gone to a thought, a plan. Or a worry. Did I lock the door? It's okay. It's okay. Every time you notice 
You notice the mind has run away, has fluttered away. Know you have a choice. You can either chastise yourself, beat yourself up for being distracted or being a bad meditator. You can beat yourself up. That's choice A. Choice B is that you recognize in that moment that, ah, now I'm awake, I'm mindful, I'm aware. This moment might have been gone for all these moments. It doesn't matter. But in this moment, I'm mindful, and you can celebrate that moment of mindfulness. I'm back, yay, I'm mindful in this moment. That's choice B. Choice A, beat yourself up. The stick method. Choice B, celebrate that now you are mindful. The choice is yours. Beat yourself up or celebrate that now you are mindful in this moment, regardless of what happened in the previous moment. Connecting with the in-breath, with the out-breath. Practicing in silence together. Connecting with the sensations in your own way. In your own way. What works for you? What works for me? This is my retreat, my time, my life.
And as the breath is breathed in and out, as Sylvia invited us last night, can there be goodwill, friendliness? Breathed in, breathed into this body and breathed out to others. Especially if you notice the mind is getting tight, the heart is getting heavy. Let gentleness, kindness breathe you. Let kindness wrap you in its arms.
Thank you all. As Nikki was giving the instructions this morning, the refrain that I kept hearing, and I assume that you heard as well, is whatever is happening, be at ease with it. One of my favorite uh, lines uh, from the Metta Sutta, the Buddha's teaching on impartial kindness, is whether sitting or walking, Standing or lying down, one should sustain this recollection. And the recollection, if you look earlier, and at some point, I'll, I'll read the sutta to you, or we'll put it out and everybody will have it. But the operative line in it, for me, is may all beings be at ease. May I be at ease and may all beings be at ease. And as I listened to Nikki's instruction this morning, the, the the salient lines that came that I thought ah there it is again, whatever is happening, be at ease with it. It's what's happening, and really the the uh, the operative understanding is that uh, with wisdom, with wisdom and insight and wisdom, what we get to really understand deeply is that what's happening is happening. And there are skillful ways to respond to what's happening and not-so-skillful ways. And the not-so-skillful ways end up with the mind suffering. So uh, my, my teacher, Joseph Goldstein, used to say his favorite mantra to himself is, it's okay. Whatever's happening, it's okay. Don't make a big deal about it. It's okay. A little sleepy, whoops, I fell asleep with the other down. Surely it's not going to work, this whole retreat. I'm already sleeping. So it's morning. It's okay. That's what's happening. We could say to ourselves all day long, this is what's happening, and it's okay. It's not a big deal. You can even say, I, you know, I don't like this, but it's okay. It'll pass, which is one of the things that we get to understand is the fundamental understanding this will all pass. And when we remember that, everything is feasible, everything is doable. So walking instructions, movement instructions, for however you choose to move, uh, if you're doing uh, formal walking uh, inside, inside or outside or in the courtyard or wherever, or on the patio, it's a good idea not to take a walk, it's, it's not not to take a stroll, but to have some pre-decided way, okay, I'm going to walk a path that's 10 or 12 feet, and I'll walk it back and forth, and I'll walk it slowly. And what I'll practice is walking it slowly and just knowing, because we're walking, that walking is happening. It's the same as Nikki was saying, we don't have to think about when we sat here in this last hour, how should I breathe? We're already breathing. So it's breathing is happening, breathing is happening, breathing is happening, and disturbing sometimes, not disturbing, but other thoughts come up in the mind. Ah, 
I wish I'd brought some gum to chew, or uh, uh, I wish I'd slept a little later, I'm already sleepy, or uh, whatever came up, it's okay. And here I am, and the breath is still in and out reliably. I love that you said something to the effect that reliability, that breath, without us minding it, we don't have to remember to breathe. I have to decide to raise my arm, but I don't have to decide to breathe. That's just happening. It's a miraculous gift. For as many mornings as any of us has woken up, we've crossed billions of streets. We haven't gotten run over yet, or nothing terribly fatal has happened to us yet, because we're here, and reliably our bodies have breathed. It's a miracle. That's really enough to wake you up. So take a walk back and forth, and just as, as we sat, we realized breathing is happening. You walk, you realize Walking is happening. When I uh, when I discovered that walking is happening, meant that when I walked, I didn't have to start with minute small movements. I could walk in a kind of a really slow pace, back and forth, deliberate, and feel this foot rises and touches down, and this foot rises and touches down. This one rises and touches down. But then I suddenly realize a breeze comes. I said, wow, this is lovely. And I'm putting my foot down, and I'm putting my foot down. It's fine, because the breath and the breath and the body, the breath and the body is, the body is feeling that lifting is happening, and touching is happening, and lifting and placing, and lifting and placing. And also, breeze is happening. Oh, cool, pleasant. Okay, and I'm putting my foot down. My foot touching is happening. I, I usually, when I'm trying to do really slow walking, I say to myself, touching is happening. And now it's not. And now it is. And now it's not. And now it is. Sometimes, sometimes uh, formally, the instructions are given as lifting, moving, placing, which I did for many years. Really, it's a lifting, moving place. It's a very valuable tool. Try it. Lifting, moving, placing. Until at one point, I had a teacher that I'd never had instructions from who said to me, what are you doing when you, how is it when you're walking? And I said, I'm saying to myself, lifting, moving, placing. He said, why are you doing that? I said, of course, well, millions of teachers have told me to do that. And I'm always very good. Whatever my teachers tell me, I do it. I feel, why not? I came to study with them. I might as well. Because is, is that your experience, or is your experience pressure? Pressure's gone. Lightness, airiness. Now there's pressure again. Now the body is shifting. Now it's light over here. And now it's moving forward. And now, I, and so I, he said, and don't say anything to yourself. You don't need any words. Just feel it. And see how it is. When you lift your foot, it's different from putting it down. So if you are uh, habituated to saying lifting, moving, placing, that's fine if it works for you. If you, I found that it made a big difference to me to not have a word for it, but have a feeling for it, to know what was happening, to feel the body. It's magic. Once you pick this up, it's eventually going to come down. You know, it, it's one because of this this 
because of that, that every profound insight about because of this, that happens, because of this, that happens, can have from sitting here on your sofa or your chair or wherever. You can have it from moving along. So you could say lifting, moving, placing. You could really, he said, don't say anything to yourself. Just feel it. So I did that. Made a big difference. You also, okay. <laughs> Secretly later, we'll talk about who told you. <laughs> but as you're walking, especially this first day, you want to be relaxed. You're walking. It's a beautiful breeze suddenly. And it's lovely. You say, wow, feeling breeze, feeling breeze. You are, or actually cool, lovely, happy, because you are. When you, The thing is, be here now. What's happening now? All of a sudden, feeling breeze, lovely, happy, great, great. Oh, I walked into the sun by accident, feeling hot. I shouldn't have been there or made the wrong decision. I should have stayed over there where it's more shady than I'd have breeze. Just relax. Soon a bell will ring, and you'll go and do something else. In the meantime, you don't have to stay in the sun. You can curve yourself and go over into a shade. You know, it's, it's, it's making wise decisions that allow the body and the mind to stay at ease. We're practicing being at ease in order to have the mind regain its potential equanimity, at which point... You have a clear horizon in front of you because it's not wobbly. And you can see every moment what's happening. This is true. And the question that comes after it, what should I do now? Which is the whole of practice. Here I am. This is happening. What should I do now? So have a good time now. Thank you, Sylvia. <clears throat> so we have some announcements for this morning. So one announcement is um, that uh, would like to ask you, invite you to serve as practice leaders. So what it means to be a practice leader is there is a sign-up sheet out there and you'll sign your name up and you'll serve um, as a practice leader, which means, for example, say for, let's say, the um, 11 o'clock sit, which is a sit. You come up here, so you, uh, you come up here, you sit. Um, you can sit on any of these places. And then you basically just keep track of time. And when the time comes, you ring the bell. Now there is a trick for ringing the bell. It looks like you have to really bang it because it's a big bell, don't. Because if you bang it, it's really loud. You can't take it back. You can't take it back, right? So, but start, oh, okay, that was all right. People will hear, it's good enough, okay? So that's one thing, sorry, Sylvia. That was a demo, that was a little jarring, sorry. But, so, so be mindful of how, how hard you hit it, very gentle. And the other thing is that if, if you 
have never served as a practice leader, um, it's really supportive to your practice, actually, to come and sit up here, both supporting your fellow yogis, supporting everyone else, and also if you have sloth and torpor, if you're feeling sleepy, when you sit up here, it will go away. So that <laughs> kind of hard to feel sleepy when sitting up here. So you can give yourself that gift of a boost in your practice. Ta-da! will be the energy of supporting everyone. So please sign up for being a practice, practice leader. There are lots of opportunities. And um, those um, and for today, uh, we had slots for today, but those who have signed up for the, um, for the 11 o'clock session, oh, so that's, oh, that's moving, never mind. Oh, yes, I, I was looking at the bold spaces. Okay. Oh, yes. So... Um, Today, so 8.30 morning, we'll always be here within, for the instructions. The next sit is at 10.15. So today, given that it's the first day, and we don't have practice discussions today, they'll start tomorrow, and we'll talk more about practice discussions tomorrow. But for today, today is a full day of practice. And in order to, in order to support you um, for the next sit, which is at 10.15, Liz will be coming in and providing some more support. Uh, for your practice. And then for the sit after that, the 1145 sit, which is right after the movement, Janice will be holding that sit. And at the beginning of that sit, she will be offering uh, posture support, posture instructions, especially if you're new to sitting meditation or you haven't sat a retreat and you're not quite sure about your posture, how do I sit, cushion, chair... Janice is, um, is here with a lot of information, and, and she will support you. And that is at the 11.45 sit. And then Bonnie will be supporting the 2.15 sit today. So if you've signed up for those three slots today, please move your names to, to tomorrow. You know who you are. Thank you already for signing up. And... Um, Let's see. Yes, and then um, maybe I'll also announce it now. Um, those who will be signing up for the 1015 sit, which is right before the movement, uh, movement at 11, and signing up for the 215, holding the 215 sit. If you would kindly ring the bell five minutes early so that people will have enough time to, to go to the movement, uh, Janice's movement. Otherwise, that gets pretty truncated. Okay? Clear enough? Yes, great. And the last, let's see, other in. Oh, yes, the affinity sits will start tomorrow. You've seen them on the schedule for today, but the affinity sits, we'll, we'll describe them, we'll explain them. They'll start tomorrow. Today, we're all in the hall together. And the last... Right. Um, the last announcement is um, really a request, an invitation for us to support each other and really hold the container that is this hall 
by coming on time, actually coming a minute or two early, staying for the entire sit, and not leaving in the middle, and leaving at the end. Unless there is a physical gastrointestinal emergency, really an emergency, please don't leave, leave in the middle of the sit and don't come late. Really, it really supports everyone. Otherwise, people are coming and going. It just becomes really um, challenging. So let's really show up for one another on time and stay for the entirety of the sit. So again, practice discussions will start tomorrow. Um, otherwise, we would have already ended. So today we can be a little more flexible. Um, so any questions about any of the announcements or any clarifications about the instructions for today? I'll, I'll say it back. Please, yes. Where is the yoga? Thank you. Excellent question. So yoga is in, you're doing it upstairs, right? In the yoga room? Upstairs. upstairs. So upstairs, as you go up the stairs, that room is the yoga room. And also for walking, I'll mention that when yoga is not happening in that room, the room upstairs, the walking room, is the walking room. So please don't do yoga in the walking room when it's not a movement period. You can do yoga downstairs. If you go down the stairs, um, there is a room down there and, and there are lots of uh, props. So if it's a walking period and you want to do movement and stretching, please don't do it upstairs, do it downstairs. So you can do walking meditation also. Besides the walking room, you can do it outside in the courtyard, you can do it in your hall, in the, in the dorm rooms, outside, of course, but not in the hall. Please do not do walking meditation in the meditation hall. Thank you for that clarifying question. Yes. The yo there are two yoga sessions, and they're on the schedule. One is at 11, and the other one is at 2.45. And if you have a practice discussion in the morning, you can go to the afternoon. Is there any other way you divided it up, or is that basically? Did you uh, did you divide uh, the groups into A to they Z? Choose. They choose. They choose. You yeah. great. You choose which one you go to. Great. You choose which one you go to. Best not to go to both of them. Otherwise, the room can get pretty crowded, and you also want to have time to really settle. Um, clarifying question. Yes. What is? Oh, that means that you passed your COVID test. You're good. Thank you for passing that. That's what that means. The question is, is it acceptable if there are no in, uh, instructions? So if there are no instructions or Dharma talks or any, uh, is the silence it? Is it okay to sit outside? Yes. It is okay to sit outside. Take care of yourself. If you want to sit outside and let nature nourish you, the equanimity, the calm, the equipoise of the trees, the birds, the turkeys, by all means, more power to you. So glad you asked. These are good clarifying questions. Yeah. This is a Q&A. 
This, these are no. Okay, it will all be explained to you tomorrow. We'll be meeting with you in small groups where you can ask your questions privately. Well, in a small group. Yeah, that's what practice discussions are. Yes. Yes, there are multiple clocks up here for practice. Yeah, that's all you've got to do. Thank you for already planning to be a practice leader. You're planning ahead. Love it. Other clarifying questions? I love how engaged this community is. Yes? Thank you for that. We will try to explain it, and, and we'll try to remind each other to explain the Pali word. Yeah. Yeah, great. Sounds good. It's, that's a great reminder, because we, we talk Pali with one another, you know, in the back room, and we forget. <laughs> we forget that it's, that it's a dead language. We forget that. So, so it's a good reminder. Yes, please. Thank you very much for the question. I don't know what I said. I probably said something to the effect of when the mind is uh, clear, when the mind is clear and balanced, insights arise, uh, we 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 see things happen. This is the way it is that maintain the equanimity in the mind, and we also see what's available, what's going on for other people. And naturally, because of the way the heart is constructed, when the mind is clear, I like to say the heart is open. So when the mind is clear, we see I'm okay. It's all okay. It's life, and it's happening. Who needs help? What can I do? This is all about what can I do. That's the end of what can I do is that my faith is that in connection with uh, compassion with another person, I'm really alive. And the way to be alive is to be in compassionate connection with other people, even if we're not talking to them. We're on retreat, we're not talking to them, or they're on the other side of the world. To be in compassionate connection with them through our hearts and thoughts is to bring our bodies and minds to life and then you really feel alive. I had a next door neighbor who died way too young, but he lived every day of his life until the very end because he was he was calling his um, extended family of people. He, he said, I, I, could, uh, I could just stop, I could just die any day. He, was in charge of his own morphine. He was a physician. He said, but every time I think about it, I think about it, I have a nephew in New Orleans who just opened a business, and I have some advice for him. And I have a niece in Baltimore who's getting married, and I want to give her some more advice about how to be married. As long as, long as our heart is responded to 
even if we can't phone them on the phone, but in connection with them and praying for them, then we stay alive, even if we're dying. We all are anyway. That was a very grim thing to say. <laughs> the last sentence, we all are anyway. It's oh, not grim, it's true. No, it's true. It's, <laughs> Sylvia, you're talking to a person who loves teaching about mindfulness of death. Yeah. It brings, brings you alive. That's what you do. you realize it's time true. is short. Yeah. <laughs> that years and years ago, I've forgotten the person's name. He was one of the first movers with uh, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross in... in and uh, he was teaching about um, at that kind of death awareness. And at a big uh, hall like this, and he said to all the people there, he said, my name is so-and-so, so-and-so. So how many people in this room are going to die? And it took a long time. People sat around, and it took a long time for them to raise their hand. They look around, well, that person did it, you know. But it took a really long time. This happened a long time ago. But I remember it because you, you hate to admit it. But that's what's really true. Should we do that here? <laughs> Let's do it. How many people here are going to die sometime? How many people, after having had their mind in a crisis for a little while, and the crisis is over, you think, phew, why was I worried about that? I mean, it was not the real worry. The real worry, well, that's not a real worry either. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a thing to be mindful of because it promotes us, like my neighbor, to live every day of your life, because you don't know. Today is the first day of the rest of your life, is a trite thing to say. But it is, always. And you don't know how much is trailing out here. It's a miracle that we all got up this morning and here. We crossed a billion streets collectively, and we're still all here. We ought to go walk. Don't you think? <laughs> what a beautiful note to end on. Thank you, Sylvia. Charlie Garfield, that was his name. <laughs> Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.